Hello, friends, and welcome to a brand new episode. It's number 172 of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. I'm Patrick here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's Justin, the Professor Anderson in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Uh, Justin, I was hoping that we'd have better news when we finally got back to recording. Um, I don't <laughs> even know what to say, except life is pain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we purposely waited for the MLB's deadline to pass. We were sitting at our uh, recording spots yesterday uh, and they were still going. So we moved to today and obviously we, we know that because we're here, there's one of two outcomes. Outcome one was they reached a deal and outcome two is they didn't. And uh, it sucks to say, but it's outcome number two. There is no deal. There will be no opening day on March 31st. That'll about do it for our show. No, yeah, I mean, we'll see you guys next time. Kind of, kind of feels that way, but no, there we have a lot to say uh, yeah. as far as what we're what we're gonna do on this show because we're not going anywhere. Uh, we did have to go on a, a slight hiatus just because we were waiting. On we were waiting. <laughs> yeah, waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting until the absolute last moment, and then because uh, MLB and the players failed to reach an agreement, uh, here we are today in the aftermath. Players have left the table, uh, rightfully so. We'll get into all of that. We'll talk about all of that. Uh, we're, we're, we'll talk about uh, where we're at. We'll talk about all the memes that have come out of it. We'll talk about uh, the future of our show. Uh, we're not going anywhere, folks. We're not going anywhere, no matter how long this lockout goes. Or I guess it's not even a lockout anymore, is it? It's still a lockout, yeah. It's still a lockout? Yeah, because the owners, they can end it yeah. any time. We've talked about this in our past episodes, but they won't. So, nope, they sure won't. But uh, whatever, uh, they can they can suck a lemon. Uh, we're gonna get into all of this. There's lots of bitter feelings. If you like what we do, at BFMD Podcast is our Twitter. Uh, Justin brings the funny there. Uh, maybe I should start tweeting. I don't know. I'm not very funny though. Am I? Are you? Fu- who's funnier, you or me? I don't know if any of us, either of us are funny. <laughs> I would agree. I don't think either of us is funny. <laughs> but uh, we do bring the funny. We we like the memes. We we will retweet if you're uh, a Jays fan and you tweet at us and you, you have something cool to say. So follow us there. Check us out on Spotify, uh, Apple, uh, which is iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, Pocket Casts. I'm sure there, we're everywhere. Um Oh man, I forgot to ask you if we were going to say anything about Ukraine or anything like that. No, let's let's leave that. That's, let's there's leave an, that. There's enough shit to talk about today. There is enough shit. I mean, between COVID and now, that shit. It's just like I'm tired. Let's get right into baseball, Justin. Um, I want you to drive the bus today because I'm too I'm too emotional right now to get behind the wheel. Yeah. So, as as everyone who's kind of been following the past week knows uh the owners and the players were added in florida for wow was it day, six days or something like that i don't know that they met daily they met late into the early hours of this morning starting yesterday so they met for over 12 hours yesterday they reconvened today mlb had pushed back their deadline of of last night to 5 p.m eastern time today as of recording, it's 6 p.m. on the East Coast here. Uh, so obviously that deadline has passed, and we know that that baseball won't be happening on opening day. 
Um, Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, spoke uh, on, on MLB Network and to the media about an hour ago and told people that he was canceling the first two series of the season. Those games will not be rescheduled. Players will not be paid for those games. Uh, so as of now, it's looking like a 156-game season at most. And that's if they get really have to... They still have to get an agreement done really in like the next week for more games to not be canceled. Um, yeah. Everyone's everyone's favorite media personality, uh, Bob Nightingale, <laughs> a.k.a. Boob, um, <laughs> says that MLB and the union have agreed to resume negotiations in New York. I don't have a timeline on that yet. I was looking, but apparently they will continue negotiating they're just not going to do so in florida anymore yeah um from from rob manfred's uh, media uh here jeff passan who is an absolute savage on twitter um has a quote saying quote the concerns of our fans are at the very top of our list our consideration list end quote rob manfred on the day mlb canceled regular season games during a league-initiated lockout, so we know how Jeff Passan feels about it. Um, Caitlin McGrath, friend of the friend of the show, we love Caitlin's work on the Athletic for covering the Blue Jays. Uh, your reminder that MLB doesn't have to cancel games because they could lift the lockout right now if they wanted to, as we've talked about on the show in the past. Uh, MLB could lift the lockout as long as both sides were willing to negotiate in good faith, which they had been for the last week. They would yeah. operate under the previous CBA until a new one was reached, but they're not going to do that. Nope. Um, and uh, a new person that we've never talked to before, Jason Mastro Donato. That's a hell of a, it's a mouthful I on like Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Rob Manfred, quote, the last five years were difficult from a revenue perspective, end quote. He puts, he points out in 2019, the last season before the pandemic, MLB revenues jumped for a 17th straight year to a record $10.7 billion per Forbes. So to say that the last five years were difficult, uh, I mean, maybe the last two, but the whole global <laughs> situation was difficult the last two years. But prior to yeah. that, baseball was going up for nearly two decades in terms of revenue. So um, I don't have been talking a lot, but one last thing I'll say is that Major League Baseball is very good as a PR machine at making themselves look like the good guys and the players look like the bad guys this week. Um, we'll get to some player responses here in a second, but what's your opinion on all of this, Patrick? Like I, I just mentioned like baseball, major league baseball has been kind of spinning this in their, uh, yeah. in their direction like are, are they like are they doing a good job of it like do you like do you think no. people are buying into the pr <laughs> no yeah Unequi unequivocally this is the fault of mlb and the owners unequivocally yes. agreed the ML mlb were the ones that imposed the lockout mlb were the ones who uh stopped any sort of conversation for over a month i think it's 40 plus days you can check this out there's a great tweet about this uh at by ryan lewis uh he points all of this out mlb were the ones that imposed the lockout they're the ones who waited 40 plus days to make the first offer they were the ones who set uh, an arbitrary deadline to save opening day mlb were the ones that gave everybody the impression last night that a deal was close and that there was lots of hope and mlb is now the one saying that the 
MLBPA tone has changed uh, and that the onus is now on the players to try to save opening day. This, uh, that last part, it's all there. The fact that the MLBPA tone has changed is horseshit. It's the same as it's always been. It's always been about trying to break up this ridiculous uh, grip that uh, MLB and ownership has on revenue. Uh, and there's just, there's so much to, to talk about when it comes to why this is happening. But this, we, this isn't the first time that baseball has experienced some sort of uh, strike or lockout or delay in playing games as a result of a lack of agreement being in place. Everybody remembers, go all the way back to when the Expo should have won the World Series in 1990, was it 94 or 95? That's fucked up everything. Do you remember? Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm, I was no, you were, you were nothing. You weren't even a zygote. Um, but anyway, before Justin Anderson graced the world with his presence, there was another work stoppage. Uh, and again, the players are doing everything they can to try to, you know, get what they feel they deserve. I'm doing a bad job of explaining it. There's lots of better people out there who you can listen to. At the end of the day, though, this is MLB's fault. Not the player's fault. They're trying to spin it to make it look like they're the good guys. It's horseshit. Rob Manfred may be the worst commissioner that we have seen in a long time. I would not say the blame is exclusively on him because I don't know that he necessarily has the executive power to force an end of the work. No, stoppage. I don't think he does. I don't think he has that Palpatine level of power. <laughs> Um, he certainly likes to say, well, if I did, I would, uh, which again is horseshit and you don't want to give anybody that amount of power. They almost never give it back, uh, at any point. Yep. So this is just a stupid power play by MLB. Don't even waste your time watching the no, press not conference of Rob Manfred. It's we saved you a lies. click. Yeah. Saved you a click. It's horseshit. You're wasting your time. It's very unfortunate that we are going to miss some MLB games. Uh, I was really looking forward to opening day. Um, the I don't know what's going to happen with the schedule because obviously you can't just wipe out the first two series and call it a day. Uh, you know, let's let's see. Even if we were to look at the schedule right now, let's look at the Toronto Blue Jays schedule, shall we? Sure. This, is, this is fucked, man. I can't believe Yeah, it. so what we're going to be missing out on for sure are a season opener in Baltimore and then the th home opening series versus the Rays. Yep. The first series would now be the Texas Rangers and former Blue Jay Marcus Samin visiting Toronto in the third series of the year. So that's um, three games against the Orioles that are very winnable games for the Jays and three against the Rays, which are instrumental in determining the playoffs even if they are games three or four five and six yeah those are six uh, divisional games that are very important yep that are getting wiped out and you can't just do that uh so they would have to be either be rescheduled or you would have to chop out other either interleague games or something else that has less ramifications you can't chop off uh games arbitrarily so canceling the first two series 
not a good sign, and it makes it even worse that a lot of a lot of teams uh, are playing divisional opponents right off the hop, and, and yep. it has implications on how the the season would pan out. So it, there are so many questions and so many things that are are getting screwed up right now as a result of these two series getting canceled. Um. Justin, how do you feel about this? Where obviously I'm very pro players union, yeah. but I mean, where are you at on this? I'm I'm pro player as well too. I do think that neither side has been willing to compromise on any level, though. No. Um, which is a, an issue, and the players' association did receive or did release a statement here about ten minutes ago. They're going to speak to the media later this evening as well. But here's, here's their statement. I'll read it out. Uh, Rob Manfred and MLB's owners have canceled the start of the season. Players and fans around the world who love baseball are disgusted, but sadly not surprised. From the beginning of these negotiations, players' objectives have been consistent. To promote competition, provide fair compensation for young players, and to uphold the integrity of our market system. Against the backdrop of growing revenues and record profits, we are seeking nothing more than a fair agreement. What Rob Manfred characterized as a, quote, defensive lockout is, in fact, the culmination of a decades-long attempt by owners to break our player fraternity. As, is, as in the past, this effort will fail. We are united and committed to negotiating a fair deal that will improve the sport for players, fans, and everyone who loves our game. End statement. They'll speak in about 30 minutes, um, so we'll get some more there. Thoughts on that statement, Patrick? Power to the players, man. Power to the players. Um, it's so frustrating because that asshole. Did you see the thing where where Manfred's at the? Uh, yeah, and he's he's, like he's smiling and laughing. Big yeah. goddamn smile on his face. This is the same guy who called the the championship trophy a piece of metal. Yeah. Um, is it? It's, is does anybody? hate baseball more than this guy. I don't know. But uh, like how are you supposed to grow this game? How are you supposed to grow baseball if this is this is the guy in charge and this is another goddamn work stoppage for the yeah. second time in thirty less than thirty years. Twenty seven years. Yeah. Um here's a here's a couple of tweets from Alex Wood who is a long time yeah. Um, pit, left-handed pitcher in baseball. He won the 2020 World Series. Um, for what it's worth, MLB has pumped to the media last night and today that there's momentum towards a deal. Now they're saying that the player's tone has changed. So if a deal isn't done today, it's our fault, meaning the players. This isn't a coincidence. We've had the same tone all along. We just want a fair deal slash to play ball. Second part. The last 24 hours, I'd say there was cautious optimism on the players' side because the owners were actually at the table negotiating with us toward a deal. What we're asking is more than fair. If there's no deal, the optimism from MLB was a PR illusion to make it look like they tried. Those are a couple of tweets from Alex Wood at awood45 on Twitter. I, I, I agree with him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's such a... It's so heartbreaking because think about how excited the world was because baseball is supposed to be a global sport. It's not just a North American thing. Uh, there yeah. are international players and there is a, t 
ton of interest in baseball. The game up to this point was growing as large as it ever has, despite the fact that there's another work stoppage. But the thing is, baseball is good, but it could be great. It could be better. And every chance it has to do the right thing, it shoots itself in the foot. And by it, I mean the league itself. Yeah. Um, so in the final hour before the 5, 5 p.m. Eastern deadline today, MLB gave the players what they called their best and final offer of this negotiation stretch. They made no changes to the luxury tax thresholds. Where the So what the union wanted was starting at $238 million and moving up to 263 after five years. MLB proposed starting at 220 which is, I believe, what it's currently at staying at that level for the first three years and then moving up to 230 by the fifth year. So, like, not even to the point where the player's low end starts. Uh, the players were asking for a pre-arbitration bonus pool of $85 million with $5 million annual increases. They had been at $115 million yesterday, but dropped it by $30 million. The owners were willing to increase theirs from 25 to $30 million, a $55 million gap between them and the players. The players' union was asking for salary minimums to start at seven hundred and twenty-five thousand and move up twenty thousand per year. The owners were willing to start at seven hundred thousand, which was up from six seventy-five the day before, and they were willing to move up by by ten k per year. So some pretty big gaps there. Those are the three main issues. Also, an issue is the playoff format. The owners want a fourteen-team te- uh, playoff. The the union wants twelve at max. It's currently 10. Um, (laughs) They seem to have been kind of in agreement on 12 yesterday, according to multiple tweets and multiple sources on Twitter. But I'm sure that's still up for negotiation as well, too. So there's really like there's been no movement. (laughs) Did did you see Jock Peterson's tweet? Yeah. 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 Jock's very very funny on Twitter. He's a savage. Oh, man. I laugh my ass off. Yeah. (laughs) Listen to this. Uh, official dot 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 will play 162 game seven innings each, which I know the players fucking hate. Yeah. Uh, 32, 32 teams will make the playoffs and everyone gets a participation trophy. Yeah, it's really funny because there's only 30 teams. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh my god, I love that tweet. That's savage. Uh, but here's the thing. Number one, they're not going to shorten the game to no, it's just never a, going to happen. a funny joke. Uh, <laughs> um, the participation trophy, I'm okay with that. I think everybody deserves to have... You hey, know, Baltimore gets one every year, so... I'd be fine with that. It's not a big deal uh, to get a participation trophy. Um, but yeah. it's just annoying as fuck that like, yeah. <laughs> we have to sit here and like all we can do is like soak up all these like petty memes that come out of the... Uh, <laughs> the more vocal players because guess what we're locked up we're not getting any yeah and major league um, baseball. uh what was i gonna say uh god damn it shit i can't remember now but uh yeah no it's it's definitely uh been a bit spicy the last little 24 hours here um and i mean one of the people that we follow on twitter another baseball podcast called the no crying in baseball podcast they just tweeted out a friendly reminder that the uh, Nippon League opening day is March 25th in Japan. The Korean Baseball Organization is April 2nd, as, as well as the Cuban Professional Baseball League. 
minor league baseball starts april 5th and the mexican baseball league starts april 21st so if you're looking for things to do at the end of march and early april there are four baseball leagues that kick off between the 25th and the second and the 5th of april including minor leagues which I'm sure yep. we'll be talking about lots. <laughs> There's no we're gonna talk Luches about baseball. we're going to talk about yeah the state of the podcast uh, in a little bit, but yeah. I just to circle back. Um, I mean we've already kind of beat this topic uh, pretty pretty. Oh, I remember what I was going to say just a few minutes ago before when I forgot. Um, okay, go ahead. So yeah, the other sticking points, obviously the playoff format and uh, lottery draft picks. So. We know that right now Major League Baseball does not have a lottery draft system like, say, the NBA or the, NBA or the NHL. Uh, both MLB and the MLBPA are, are willing to do so. I believe Major League Baseball is up to five teams included in the lottery, and I think the PA was looking for seven or eight included in the lottery in terms of the bottom finishers in the league. So at least removing the full incentive to tank by guaranteeing that the worst team yep. gets the best draft pick as the other leagues have done and we've seen in the past where teams like the Edmonton Oilers can fluke out and get like three in a row and still be shit 10 years later 15 years later at this point now uh, Frick Taylor Hall is going to retire before the Oilers ever win anything can we um, can we just say to shout out to uh, at Evan Drellick yeah Twitter. he's been doing a great job yeah if you want to know more about the cbt proposal and league minimum which by the salary, way it stands for competitive balancing tax so yeah sorry sorry um yeah yeah you're right um which is a luxury tax but some yeah. teams who spend over that amount that money gets divided up against with the uh the the poor if, teams if, that if have not through drelic's um Drellick's tweets from the last, I don't know, week. <laughs> week. He does a very good job of uh, yeah. You'll out understand the frustration. The offers and the, uh, the, the differences. Uh, Sean Foreman of B Ref. Uh, he is. He's also the uh, sports underscore ref prez. I guess that he's just like he does all the ref, hockey reference, baseball reference, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Uh, he did. He took a screenshot of Evan Drellick's tweets all about the the CBT and. Uh, league minimum and all of that and he, this is a quote from him this is insane on a team basis the players are asking for about one to two million a year more in minimum salaries and about three million more in pre-arbitration bonus and then a cbt that even remotely tracks league revenues owners will barely notice the effects of the players offer and this offer like oh my god this is so stupid their offer is is so heavily in favor of the owners that it's ridiculous and the owners still are like nope you're locked out just remember folks no matter what mlb and rob menford says over the next however many weeks mlb are the ones who lock the players out they lock them out for over a month haven't been able to report haven't been able to even talk to anybody who works on their team uh in any sort of working capacity because of this Blame MLB. It's their fault. Their lockout. Just solidarity with the players, uh, some of which we may actually get to see in the minor leagues, uh, which I don't know how everybody feels about it, but I think it'll kind of make the first couple weeks of the minor leagues somewhat interesting because there, there there is a possibility we will see major leaguers in the minor leagues. 
Uh, I'm not. Not I'm a not lot. Certain about that. Not uh, a lot. But I'm not certain some. that's a thing. Um, but it's we'll going see. to give it's going to give minor league players the spotlight for a little bit, and I hope that in communities that have minor league baseball, that people go out and support the those organizations, um, because yeah. those players deserve support based on the yes. fact that they do not do not get paid a living wage. Um, by most teams. Yeah. By all of them, frankly. All of them don't pay a living wage? Pretty much, yeah. I don't know, I, I don't know if anybody does pay a, a true living wage. But uh, there's, uh, apparently uh, Max Scherzer was one of the player reps who's been there all week. Yeah. And there's an article released uh, saying that Max Scherzer has, quote, rattled some with his tough negotiating style, end quote, over the past <laughs> few days. And then at Foolish Baseball at, or at Foolish BB, which is a great Twitter account and also a great YouTube account for those who like baseball humor, our boy Bailey tweets out uh, a gif of Scherzer pitching against the uh, Dodgers when he's still at the Nationals. And you can read his lips, and there's subtitles. And on apologize for the vulgarity in advance, but he says, "You're fucking mine, you fucking bitch, motherfucker." As he's starting his wind up. So yeah, he's probably a pretty <laughs> tough negotiator. He's also gonna be making over forty million dollars with the Mets. So I think Scherzer's probably a good a good candidate to be of the players on the negotiating side of things. <laughs> Some humor to the show. Um, I'm I'm into it. I'm very yeah. very into let's, it. Let's let's talk about what's next for the pod, Patrick. Before we wrap things up here today. Yeah, this is really this is this makes me really sad, but this is, it is what it is. Yeah, we uh, we're unfortunately not in the room um, for these negotiations, no matter how much we'd like to be. If uh, I was, all I do is just scream at Manfred nonstop for the entire period. Like I yeah. would, I'd be so close <laughs> to his face that it, he would feel my hot. I would. Uh, I it would be. be I would just be this smartass who every time the owners leave the room, to quote. Obi-Wan Kenobi from The Phantom Menace, I would say, you were right about one thing, Master. The negotiations, negotiations were short. Were short. <laughs> yes, yes, Every time yes. they left the room, I would quote that, just to be that guy. But I'm also a nerd. So. Guarantee that um, somebody, probably. somebody in that room... If Dan, if Dan Heron was there, he would have done it. He loves Star Wars. But uh, yeah. uh, anyway, or Sean Doolittle is also Obi-Sean on Twitter. So. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, he was I for didn't, a while. I did not put that together until you just said it. Yeah, Sean Doolittle is very funny. Uh, I love Star Wars. But anyway, let's talk about what we're going to be doing in the event that, well, more baseball gets canceled because that's probably going to happen. Sorry to rain on anyone's parade. Um, Are we? Uh, yeah. Yeah, the Blue Jays have a whole system of minor league teams, Patrick Marsh. They've got the AAA Buffalo Bisons, the AA New Hampshire Fisher Cats, the High A Vancouver Canadians, who will be playing in Vancouver this year, which is great news. The low A Dunedin Blue Jays, and then they also have their complex league, their Dominican summer league team, uh, and everyone else uh, in the organization. So, I think uh, depending on how long the lockout goes, we already do farm content on the show, but in the void of Major League Baseball right now, where it's kind of just disappeared, it's been snapped by Thanos or Manfred in this situation. Uh, until the the blip is over, we will definitely be focusing on the minor leagues. Do you like? Do you feel like it? It does kind of feel like where uh, all the players have been like dusted. Yeah, this is the darkest timeline for sure. This is really. Um, like, do we just lose? I yeah. feel like Star Lord. Do we just lose? Yeah, we need to have a time a time heist. I. You know what though. I. Putting aside all the frustration that comes with this 
situation that we're in. Yeah. Um, after two years of living this, this, <laughs> this lie. nightmare of COVID, <laughs> it feels like we are yeah. getting close to the, like, the endemic part of the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, I think. I don't know. Whatever. You can have your opinions on whether they're lifting restrictions preemptively or whatever. I don't want to get into that, but I do want to say I am at least, I'm not sure what percentage, I'm some percentage excited about the minor league season. And I think that's oh, okay, right? I'm I very excited. Okay. We get to watch Gabe yeah. Moreno in, in Buffalo and Jordan Groshans yeah. in Buffalo and Kevin Smith in Buffalo. We get to watch all these guys who have the potential to be on the big league roster at some point this season Hell and to be stars. Yes. You yeah. know what? I pretty much guarantee Kevin Smith will be in AAA, and this is his showcase. Like, it'll be his world, and we're just living in yeah. it, and it so, might actually help him get on the team. If people aren't aware, like, minor league spring training is happening right now. Um, yeah. And yeah. Th- that season, as we stated before, is going to kick off April 5th. Um. And, and yeah, until there are Blue Jays games to talk about or positive or, or any updates on negotiations and we, until we know when opening day of the major league season will be, we'll just cover the minor league affiliates and we'll give you updates on the top prospects. We'll cover those games and give you whatever information that we can um, until we have major league baseball to talk about. Yep. Yep. I'm actually excited. We're, we're, Wow. We're, we are a New Hampshire Fisher Cats podcast. Yeah, you know what? It, it could always be worse, Patrick. Uh, the minor leagues could be affiliated with the same CBA, and then there would be no baseball in North America professionally happening happening in it, the immediate term. So, just just remember, folks. Be if if they end up just pumping MLB.com full of minor league stuff. Remember. These guys get paid absolute dirt, and it's going to be very exploitative if that happens. So yeah. remember, be mad at MLB about all of this. Shit yes, and and, and like I said before, if you live in a if you live in a town where there is minor league baseball, whether it's affiliated with a big league team or not, and you have the option to go watch, whether it's college ball or minor league baseball, go out and do it. Um, go out to the ballpark, have a hot dog, drink a beer. I don't have a minor league team of any sort in in my city. Um, so I, I don't have the ability to do that. I'll be out in the diamond umpiring is uh, again this summer, but, uh, that's my contributions to baseball. I get paid for that though. But, um, yeah, no, go out and support by MILB.TV reminder to cancel your MLB.TV subscriptions. They did say they, they would not renew them automatically. They, there's some pretty heavy backlash on Twitter against MLB.TV and they are postponing the renewals until such a point when there is a, a season announced. So just a reminder to cancel that if you don't want to be billed randomly at some point. You can always get things, it again. So, <laughs> a couple things with regards to uh, MILB TV. Yeah. There are, uh, there's a very small amount of blackouts that yeah. exist. So when you're checking out MILB TV, Make sure you check so that you don't you don't get a subscription and then you can't do the thing. Yeah, um, um, I believe really, most of them are cool. in the U.S. The blackouts for that, but I could be wrong. Yeah, but still, yeah, just like uh, yeah. nonetheless, a 
annual subscription MILB TV is $9.99. Yeah. <laughs> annual. Um, and annual. The teams that participate in the Blue Jays system are the AAA Bisons and the AA Fisher Cats. Um, the Vancouver Canadians do not. And neither do the Dunedin Blue Jays. So nope. keep that in mind. So you'll be able to watch the upper system, which would include guys like Gabe Moreno and Jordan Groshans um, to start the season. Probably Orelvis Martinez. Uh, yeah, maybe Orelvis at some point. But uh, yeah, you'll be able to watch at least the top two levels of the Blue Jays system. Um, and, and yeah, if, if you feel like supporting them, I would recommend doing so. Um, it is very inexpensive as patrick mentioned so uh it it'll cost you less than what a month of mlb.tv costs so yeah yeah we will be we will be getting a sub to that right justin i believe i don't see why we wouldn't i think i can afford five dollars (laughs) so yeah for annual i don't understand why it's so cheap but whatever yeah but uh anyway we will be back uh unsure when yet but uh we'll we'll be back at some point whenever there's important news to talk about we'll come back another episode but just know that we will we're not going anywhere we will be covering the uh the blue jays minor league system uh, and providing any updates that we can on negotiations between major league baseball and the major league baseball players association but uh thanks for listening you can of course find us on twitter at bfmd podcast online bfmdpodcast.com Listen on Spotify. Leave us a review there. Or leave us a, a star rating. That helps us be seen there. Uh, leave us a review and leave us a star rating on iTunes. Do the same on Google Podcasts. Those help more people find us. Thank you for listening. Our last handful of episodes have performed very well in terms of listeners. So we do appreciate all of you sticking with us through the Hell tough yeah. times. Um, not just our moms. Everybody else listens too. But, uh, <laughs> Does for... Mrs. Anderson still listen? Oh to yeah, the show? she she texts me and sometimes she has no idea what's going on, but she still listens. Yeah, so that's yeah. nice. I don't anyway, um, yeah, and one of my friends randomly messaged me and she was listening to an episode and had no idea what's talking what was going on, but she said we sounded great, so that's that's good, I guess. So thanks to everybody <laughs> who listens to us, even if you have no idea what's going on, it does help us uh, find more people. Give us a follow on Twitter, retweet the shows for us, but. Uh, yeah, ask us any questions you have. If you want more info on any of the lockout details, if you've got questions about that, fire us a DM on Twitter. We'll do our best to research it and get an answer for you on the next show. But uh, my rant is over there. For Patrick out in Halifax, it's Justin Anderson here in Saskatoon. We'll see you next time. <laughs>